Hello, Untold Culture podcast listeners out there. How's your week going? I'm Rayhan Sabir, aka Light Sabir. Today's a very short episode. We're just going to be talking about the PlayStation 5 showcase that's happening tomorrow. Um, we're actually doing this short for the first time to bring you back content because we know that we haven't been able to bring you a lot of our discussions with video games. And we're quite sad about that. Today, I have Wolf and Lamb's clothing and Captain Cortez with me today just to talk about the PlayStation 5 and what we expect from the console. Uh, we're going to be talking about what we expect from the price point, the hardware, the first party lineup of games, the third party support from all the publishers such as Ubisoft and Bethesda, and if we are going to see Skyrim back on the PlayStation 5. So yeah, um, the floor is all yours guys, PlayStation 5 Showcase. Yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah, I mean, finding out a price would be helpful. Uh, I've been, you know, squirreling away in my notes for the past few months now, and I, I have no idea if I've oversaved or if I'm only halfway there. Uh, so, so price would have made sense. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, uh, in terms of seeing the exclusives, that's kind of what I'm interested in. I want to see what the lineup's going to be. Yeah, uh, the lineup for me, I, I, I want to see more first party titles. Uh, I think because of this global pandemic that's happening, I don't think we've seen quite a lot from anyone either than Nintendo. Nintendo are the only ones that are actually powering through with their first party support. But even the Xbox are sort of rescheduling their window launches and stuff like that. I mean, Halo Infinite wasn't even ready by the time they were showing it. We've seen Miles Morales. Really excited about that. Um, I'm interested to see just how i mean I, i'm assuming we're going to be getting same levels uh the sort of city because that's a really good city uh it's a shame just to have a city of that design and see it in one game so yeah i'm all about going back there with a new story structure would um, you buy it even if the game wasn't bundled with the spider-man remastered version would you just buy it because yeah. you want to play it separately yeah, because it's miles morales Spider-Man was one of my best games of, I mean, if not the year, if certainly of the platform. That, that game was epic, so I'm just happy to see them do more with it, you know? Um, the the DLC content for uh, Spider-Man was excellent as well. Uh, so yeah, just, just more of it. And obviously there's, um, there's, I know there's more animations and it's not just like a Spider-Man reskin. Um, I also think you know the Miles Morales story is you know really really important to the to the Marvel universe, and it, it'll be good for a, a, you know to, to actually yeah, think, like, play it in general. What Insomniac established with the new Spider-Man reboot was amazing. Um, the world was incredible. The gameplay was even more so, and uh, just having Miles come in in the first game to me was well. It, it was amazing just seeing him, seeing that there's more than one Peter Parker, well, equivalent, more than one Spider-Man equivalent. Um, and I mean, potentially, maybe in the future, we could even have the uh, the crossover. I've forgotten the name for it, but it was when like Madam Web came in. You had all these different Spider-Mans from different universes uh, coming in, and maybe we could have like multiple Spider-Mans coming into the next game. Who knows? Um, but Miles has always been a pretty cool version of Spidey. Uh, he's always been a bit more edgy than Peter, and uh, I think a lot of people, especially younger people, can get on board with him. Yeah, I mean, it, um, I, I didn't really, speaking about Miles distinctly, like, I, I really enjoyed uh, the movie that came out, yeah. like, I think about two years ago now. Um, that was probably, like, one of my first, uh, first times I'd seen Miles, like, presented, like, I knew of him, but that was, that that story really brought me in. 
Uh, so I've no, I know I've no idea how how true that was to the essential the, the core character, but like, I'm just all about them web physics. Like that is the best web physics I've had since um, you know the the amazing the, the Spider Man Two game back on the PS Two. So you know I'm just all about that again. I, I'm fine. You know any reason to go back and just enjoy swinging around stuck photo mode. That's what I want. I want a really good photo mode. Was going to make a reference there to Insomniac's, um, I'd say touchstone of of their craftsmanship. Remember how like Insomniac are very known for their physics in games like Ratchet and Clank, and obviously Resistance as well. They had such a mm. niche following with Resistance. There's a lot of fans out there who still who still want the next Resistance to come out on PS5, and oh, yeah. you know I'm with them. But I think Insomniac, um, I'm glad that the Spider-Man IP went to their way. They're the only ones who I feel could make it true to what the fans would expect and mars morales the expansion yeah i'm i'm actually thinking it could be one of the biggest playstation 5 window launches of 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 its playstation generation of of just how good that game is going to be i don't think it's going to be better than spider-man in terms of metacritic scores and and when it comes to overall satisfaction with with consumers but it will be a great taster for new playstation 5 owners such as kids as well who didn't get the chance to play the original spider-man yeah, yeah, they'll have the the full original experience in there, but upgraded, will they? Uh, and yeah, it'd be a good reason for me to play it all over again. I only did the um, the campaign once, so you know, yeah, get back, get straight back in there. Yeah, uh, same. Merry I Christmas. haven't even played the DLC, but I wanted to because I'm mostly for Black Cat because I'm a big fan of Black Cat. But yeah, I just hear it's really, really good, which I find a lot of the time is rare nowadays because we get um, so much DLC. A lot, of, a lot of it is just cosmetic anyway, but uh, yeah, from everything I've heard of Spider-Man's, it sounds pretty decent. Yeah, no, the DLC yeah. in that game was, was amazing. Um, do, you, do you feel like we're shifting back, uh, you know, like how this generation, PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One, it was quite heavily, we'll say a microtransaction generation? Do you think we're taking a step back now and we're sort of, I mean, developers and publishers are sort of realizing that games are neutral to its core of just games rather than uh, because there's two aspects when publishers try to sell games we'll take evolve as a reference um you know games that should have been free to play but obviously back then they didn't want to risk releasing a free to play game but now i think developers are they have more freedom to do that that there's no risk to it they they have more confidence in their fans so this whole free to play and early access well, do you think it will become such a big hit with PlayStation 5 in the future? Uh, yeah, so I actually do think they're taking a bit of a step back. I don't know if it's just exclusively to first parties, but generally, I, I, I don't know, I kind of feel like it's not necessarily phasing out, but just less of an issue now. Um, I think, you know, Evolve had its own issues. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront really set the ground and kind of opened everyone's eyes um so i think it's something developers are going to be pretty aware of probably something they want to avoid because you know the fan base know that it's not a good thing they will boycott games they will go against it um because you know when you buy a game you want it to be the complete product you don't you don't want to have to like get the latest game and then find out you've only got half of the game because you need to buy the rest with DLC. Um, 
you know, there was like there was a lesser degree of it back when Dead Space Two and Three came out. Well, especially Three, uh, because yeah, yeah, truly amazing, amazing. Um, but yeah, Three, it was still a good game. I felt it went on a bit too long. But going back to the topic, um, you could actually buy like upgrades for your plasma cutter in the game, and that was through the EA store. Um, and it was something a lot of the fans were divided on because although there's always going to be people that you know they they just want to throw in a bit of money to be as powerful as they can as quickly as they can, I would say the majority of gamers don't want that. If it's anything like upgrades for a weapon they want to be able to get it in the game and not only in the game and i feel a lot of companies now are aware that the cosmetic side of things is fine for dlc the content that should have been on the disc is something that should always be on the disc and i think a lot of companies you know now now that they can see that and they they've got all the feedback from all the fan base demographic uh they are leaning more towards that like fortnite especially is purely cosmetic like it's free to play you can get it you can you can pay however much you want if you want all these different costumes but you don't need to because the base game is exactly the same no matter what you look like and i feel you know cosmetic is fine but i think a lot of companies are just mainly going back to focusing on what they should which is just the content at hand yeah no sounds sounds good to me i mean i, I can't not a lot of games I buy tend to struggle with that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, I think there'll always be a market for it. Just yeah. look at Rockstar with the shark cards. Um, but then again, they're making GTA 5 Online a, a completely free experience for everyone, aren't they? Like, it's going to be on the uh, PlayStation 5 as a free download. Is that right? Uh, for PlayStation yeah. Plus members, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's going to be, you know, at this point, they've pretty much, you know, reiterated Grand Theft Auto 5 as much as they can now and yeah it's gonna be nice for everyone to be able to play it for free but then if they want to be able to use their income on you know um play things they can use in the game and then great it's never really offended me uh because I can always earn the um in-game income if I want to buy my you know whatever ridiculous vehicle they're trying to sell me this this time but uh yeah, I mean, at least it's better than whatever uh, Dead or Alive were doing last time, where it was like man microtransactions for a one-time hair colour. Uh, I don't know. I know Tekken has about four seasons of characters at the minute that you can all buy for DLC. Yeah, there's 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 no reason to buy a game as soon as it comes out anymore because you know, like you you're better off just buying the inevitable, like Street Fighter. You know, you buy the game. You know, within a year, <laughs> there's going to be champion edition so you might as well wait yeah they have like three um, or four different versions like well especially street fighter i think that's pretty much the main offender but yeah i mean even with let's let's say tekken let's go back a bit in time and just say tekken tag tournament too like once upon a time you had to buy all of those extra characters but then they just gave the entire roster of extra characters away for free when the game had already been out for several years um i don't know if they're going to do that with tekken 7 because mm. They're making such a big deal about which characters they're bringing in. They're, they're bringing in ones that they definitely need to make money back from, such as uh, Negan from The Walking Dead. I mean, you know, licensing costs a fair bit. Um, so I can't see them doing that for free. But yeah, I don't know. I think everything just changes as time goes on. But yeah, like you say, there's, there's literally no point buying a game when it first comes out because if you want the full experience, whether it's 
know, even just DLC that comes later down the line. You're better off waiting six months, maybe a year for that DLC to come out so you can play it in its entirety. Well, that's what I did with uh, Injustice uh, 2. Like, I knew better than to buy it on day release, waited a year, then the, the, the sort of complete edition came out and it was, you know, same price as the um, original base game came out for us, but this had all of the DLC that you would have paid for in season passes tucked in for the same price. So, you know, it, it, it did, it was, it was a really good fighting game. And I'm glad I waited because I got to use all the extra characters. Um, I'm kind of hoping we move away from those strategies in the upcoming generation. Like going back to Rockstar as well, I think really they, they are probably the best for online support at the minute. Like. The amount of support they've given GTA Online, and it's just mostly all just been completely free. I think a lot of companies should do that. Like, I know, you know, they have to make up for costs in one way or another. Um, but generally, how much support they put into the game, I think really most developers should take a leaf out of Rockstar's book. Well, yeah, I mean, it makes them enough money. I mean, I would, I would definitely keep nurturing it if it was returning as much money as it does for them. Um, I'm, I'm they're secretly working yeah, I mean, on GTA well, I think 6. Most though. of us want that, but whether it's going to come out anytime soon, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just to come back to what we were saying regarding the games that are going to be, you know, like um, revealed yeah. tomorrow, that's what we're here to talk about. And, you know, we're, 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 we're on point with Spider Man. What about uh, Horizon? What's our bets? We think that's going to be launch. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, a... think, I think that'll be a launch title. I, I... Do you? They're, they're saying stuff like it's coming out next year or, or it's coming out this year. There's like rumors of people divided. The fans are divided by it. they're not sure whether the game's going to be ready or whether the game's going to be going to be delayed. Or, or we're gonna we're gonna find out tomorrow what what the trailer is going to show. I think for me, I think it's going to be a day one title just because Sony want to pull in their weight. They want to go all in. They're, they're not doing what Xbox are doing. With Xbox has a sort of laid back approach to their their software lineup rather than their hardware lineup but with sony sony has an expectation with their playstation division the playstation division has a high expectation of what his fan base is is requiring and obviously our fan base the playstation fans we're all expecting sony to just pull their weight above gold and for me as much as i want to play horizon uh for forbidden west i think it was i feel like they should package that with um horizon zero dawn even even if they don't yeah. remaster the game just package it so that way you get two games in one it's it's a ps4 port that plays on ps5 with upscaled features such as frame rate increase and and textures lighting effects and all this stuff but as a way to 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 create even more fans and solidify your fan base just put the disc in the case i just put a slap put slap a sticker on the bottom right corner and say horizon zero dawn included for free too I think also, like, it's just just gut instinct, really. I think Horizon is going to be a launch title, I think. Um, also, wishful thinking, I, I don't think it's really going to happen, but it would be nice to see Demon's Souls as a launch title. I thought we were going to see that, you know? I mean, it's... You know, what... what they've remastered it. I mean, what is there to, to do? I mean, hopefully they've got all the, the bugs out. Um, no, I, I, I thought that would be a surefire. But I, I guess we'll... You know, tomorrow do you think we'll see anything we haven't seen yeah i, th I think konami are, are on the cards we're hearing rumors about konami bringing back metal gear solid for playstation 5 there's a um, 
there's allegedly um box art of metal gear solid circulating around social media on the internet it's it features uh snake eater with the title metal gear solid from top to bottom and also i feel like they might bring back silent hill in some capacity or form i'm not sure if they're going to follow with kojima's silent hills guillermo del, del toro's vision of silent yeah. hills but i feel like konami will bring back silent hill silent hill in some form of shape whether it's a, it's a mini game or it's it's something but i w- i know for a fact that konami wants to cash in on this playstation 5 100 percent. bring back team silent i mean those those games the first three team silent you know those were strong games and then as soon as team silent sort of dispersed and the sort of uh you know silent hills got moved around to different developers that's when the game started to suffer um I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, they've probably looked over, um, you know, Resident Evil and thought, hmm, there's some survival horror remakes that are doing pretty well. And, you know, could you just imagine, like, a remake of Silent Hill yeah. 2? Like, man, that'd be that would be... That would be so dope, just purely for the fact that it would compete toe-to-toe with Resident Evil 2 remake. I think in, in that division, fans would go, okay, we've played Resident Evil 2 remake, we we know what uh, we know what Capcom is capable of, but we have not seen anything to do with Konami. If Konami can do something special with the Silent Hill Two remake, I'm talking the budget, the scope, the vision, the gameplay, the physics, all that, all that bundled into this PlayStation Five version, the medium could have a competitor. Yeah, I think Konami honest. needs to make a comeback yeah. as well, for sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> need to make a game. Yeah, it's just got nothing at the minute. I mean, for a long time, it was riding on the success of every installment possible of Pro Evolution Soccer. But that's that's not going to keep them afloat. Yeah, it's just not going to keep them afloat forever. That's the main issue. Like They moved into mobile phone. Didn't they move into mobile and, like, arcades again? So, <laughs> yeah, with the pachinko machines, wasn't it? That was it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, great stuff. But um, I, I had a little rumor that um you know sony were looking to acquire the ips of silent hill and metal gear which would be you know in konami's as a you know would be in their best interest because they can license it out and then just take a cut for doing nothing and then sony can allow like a passionate development team to actually take the project and, and run with it you know i mean isn't there like kojima's been like sort of trolling people with sort of his next project is going to be a horror project, and people speculate that he might be sort of Sony might be sort of uh, acting as a go-between between sort of acquiring the IP, um, so then Kojima could work on it, and I, that, that'd probably please a lot of people. But I don't know. Um, well, obviously, obviously Kojima is going to release Death Stranding uh, Game of Something Edition or some, some some sort of title for the PlayStation Five. I'm sure he wants to do it because he he, he put that. The relationship between Kojima and Sony is at a good point where Kojima's able to ship his game on PC with another distributor, Five Four Five Games. If he can do that, I'm I'm guaranteeing that he will port his game over to PlayStation Five, hundred percent. I don't think I'm ever going to play that game again. It was too, it it was just too much. I, you know, I really loved that game, and and I also hated it. Like once I was playing it, but then when I wasn't playing it, I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, I can't wait to go and play it. Now play it, and I'd just be carrying boxes, and then BTs or whatever they're called, they'd just turn up and knock over all my boxes, and then ruin the game. And then I'd be like, oh, I'm not playing this, and I'd go off it, and then miss it. You know, it was like a toxic relationship that game. Um, Mads Mikkelsen, right? I don't know. Um, 
yeah, I, I, I guess what I'm afraid of is just seeing lots of games I played in the last year just like being flaunted as like marketing for to yeah. sort of the PlayStation yeah. 5. Show me something original. You know, you can't let rest on your laurels. PlayStation 4 wasn't showing you PlayStation 3 games apart from The Last of Us, but you know where we're at. It's, I, need, I need to be excited about this launch. I feel that. Well, I think we're at this stage in, in the development of video games where developers are so comfortable taking a step back and just porting over their remasters and remakes that they're not going to be taking that big leap even nintendo were doing it as much as like i don't want to don't want to like go into more detail but just with obviously 3d all-stars that nintendo are re-releasing there is a big fan base out there and developers and publishers know that but there's also room for sequels such as crash bandicoot 4 it's about time but for me personally the reason we fall in love with these big showcase events like E3 and Gamescom is the opportunity for these developers to showcase something new that we haven't seen before. Remember when The Last of Us came out for the first time? That was that was changing the, the, the landscape of gaming to a point where we've never seen that in video games before. And I think the showcase tomorrow for software is a good chance for, for developers to whatever they've built over the last couple of years for the PlayStation 5 is going to be a good opportunity to show video gamers that it's good to take risks, and this is a new generation we're moving into, so brace yourself. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm all for remasters or remakes, but I want it to be of games I haven't played in at least the last 10 years, you know? Shadow of the Colossus, welcome. You know, I haven't played you in a long time. Um, last of Us, you know, I, I kind of played you like the other year, <laughs> but fine, fair enough. But, um, you know, Death Stranding, like, I, I literally played you, like, very recently um i mean i suppose it's going to be the way it's just it's just finding i mean the playstation 5 is going to allow us to play most games from our fall library anyway i mean you know witch has got this like impressive visual update for the playstation 5 and i never complain i'll always play witcher i mean one thing i really do want to see tomorrow i want to see god of war 2. <laughs> i was just about to say i reckon we're actually going to see something on that <laughs> yeah no i think that's a good bet i think it's a good i think it'll be a show closer yeah yeah, definitely. Just Kratos shaving into a handlebar mustache because he's fell asleep again and he's moved into like a different era, like um, you know, the eighties. <laughs> far too long. It's now. I wonder how far you can push the envelope for God yeah. of War. Oh, you know, we're gonna find out. <laughs> um, yeah. I think we'll get a few more games out of this era, and I think you know, obviously, if if, if I think. Anyone who's played the game, if they've looked closely, has seen elements that would suggest there are other areas for Kratos to travel. Um, so, you know, I'm sure we'll get Kratos, you know, Nebraska at some point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm quite happy with, like, it being set in the uh, Norse universe at the minute. Um, I mean, you know, it's a good place to basically restart story. He's already killed all of the gods. And pretty much everyone imaginable in Greece, so why not why not go to Norse mythology? Um, so yeah, there's still quite a bit left to do with that, but kind of a return to roots, because to me, God of War 3 was much better than the last God of War. Um, I know the last one was more cinematic, and it had that kind of typical Sony storytelling experience that we've all come to expect and know now, but for me, God of War 3 was the pinnacle of God of War. If we could get something more along those lines i feel like the, the original fans would be in for a real treat just to entertain that for a moment i think god of war 
3 was a game you could complete in 8 hours and all the deaths and carnage were a lot closer together whereas God of War you know not far though God of War was uh, like a 30 hour experience and, and you know they did have bits that could drag but um, I always was constantly engaged I think if you know yeah you sacrifice the um, when you make like a semi open world game you sort of sacrifice the, the narrative punch of like a more linear episode like we saw in 3 um, but then don't forget in 3 that you, you were like you're at the end of the story like you've been through two main titles and two um psp titles of kratos's journey and you're finally getting um your you know your, your uh, showdown yeah, Zeus. That's, that's what the game was about it had a lot of emotional heft where this game was trying to create what will be um the catalyst for the for the next story we will see something that tops god of war 3 eventually i think it'll be you know maybe the next of the game after that but we'll get there yeah, I think it's for me, it's just more, I guess, the pacing and the style of gameplay. Like, the new God of War, the, the reboot, call it, was um, just, I don't know, it just felt way too slow for me. And I didn't really feel like the big bad was really that engaging. I didn't really care for him, to be honest. Um, they, can't, they, can't, they can't go straight for Thor, you know, I mean, we're all waiting to see Thor in that game. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was interesting to have what a- Atreus as uh, or Atreus, if they want to pronounce it that way, um, <laughs> basically being Loki. It turns out that he's Loki. So I'm like, all right, yeah, okay. Well, Kratos is a powerful man, so it makes sense. His son would be <laughs> notoriously powerful and also now mischievous. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. But again, it's just I, I don't know. Like, there's just something about the style that I didn't like as much as I did. Of War 3. If they could kind of make a game that's somewhere in the region as long as the reboot, but more in the style of God of War 3, I think that would be a winner. So with the software out of the way, we've just got the hardware price point left to play on the cards. Sony are obviously waiting such a long time for Xbox to put their Ace of Spades down. And obviously the Xbox Series S and the Xbox Series X price point were released uh, last week. And I feel like we were expecting Sony to say something straight away. There were rumors last week that Sony was going to announce the price point on Thursday. Uh, that source was obviously wrong because Sony, I think they just needed another meeting or so just to discuss what they were going to do. But tomorrow is the day that PlayStation Showcase is going to be live across the internet. This is the day that every gamer in the whole world has been waiting for. They didn't announce anything at E3 because there was no E3 due to the pandemic. Gamescom had its own show with Jeff Keighley announcing video games after video games. And this is PlayStation Showcase event happening tomorrow that is going to probably change the way we see games. This is it for the PlayStation 4. I feel tomorrow is the last day for the PlayStation 4 cycle other than all its third-party support from Ubisoft. What do you guys think the price point uh for the playstation 5 because there's two versions there's the digital version and a disc version this is this is we're entering a new uncharted territory of hardware because there used to be just one single console now we have two different versions for both families of competitive companies such as xbox and playstation what do you think the price point for the digital version is going to be and what do you think the price is going to be for the disc version we're going to be talking about pounds here for anyone who's listening from overseas or who's not from the uk just as a pricing strategy for some reason i think uh digital is going to be cheaper than the xbox 
digital counterpart. But you know, the uh, disc drive one probably gonna be a bit more expensive. Um, but yeah, by how much though? So Nick, what what do you think? I've for some reason been kind of like floating around the 500 pound mark. I think that makes sense because I know how much PS4 was worth. How much that sold for it was roughly like 400 420 pounds it was 350 wasn't it Re- retail price 350 um with all the bundles and the accessories on top of that some retailers were selling it for 429.99 with like two controllers and a couple games but i think if you just wanted to buy the ps4 by itself solely it was 349.99 on the dot yeah so i think now that all of the tech has improved since then it's probably going to be roughly around a 500 pound mark so i think at least i don't okay. think it's going to go much higher than that at all I suppose, like, what is it? The Xbox Series S? That's what's that? Like, two hundred fifty. Yeah. Now that's that's a competitive price. I mean, I think I don't know. Maybe PlayStation could like afford to be a little bit more. Maybe they will be more expensive than the than the uh, discless, but cheaper than the one with the disc drive. Yeah. Who knows? Um, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know what price it's gonna be, but I know I'm gonna pay it. Uh, I want a disc drive. Um, <laughs> I want to play my Blu-rays on it uh, and my games. I don't want to buy into the whole um, digital market, so not just yet. But yeah, uh, regardless of price, I mean, I, me personally, uh, disc drive, I probably could see about uh, four, seven, nine, or something like that. Um, Interesting. Yeah, yeah, random. But you know, I, th- I yeah, I'll put, I'll put myself down for like Price is Right, four eighty. You know, Max, but, but I mean, they're going to name the price at this point because I know I'm going to buy it anyway, so who am I kidding? All shall be revealed tomorrow at the PlayStation Showcase. We will be discussing the price point with the announcement. PlayStation will be announcing the price points for all their hardware and accessories, including the virtual uh, 360 audio headset. Um, I don't think they might announce a virtual reality headset. Uh, as as a successor to the 2.0 or the or the 3.0, but we will get the price point on the controllers as well, including the camera. We'll be dissecting all the software from tomorrow's showcase here on Untold Culture. We'll be showcasing all of our thoughts on how PlayStation have brought this showcase together compared to the Xbox showcases that they've done. Because the Xbox didn't do a showcase, they dropped the price point straight away. So this is a big grandeur by by PlayStation. Um, we're quite excited to bring you Untold Culture continuously now. We're going to be focusing on lots more discussions around video games. We're going to be having a different stellar panel of different people coming on board week in, week out to discuss video games. I'm excited to to be able to go on this new generation journey with you all the way through to the new hardware releases of the Xbox Series X on the 10th of November. Destiny 2 Beyond Light also releases on the 10th of November. And also the PlayStation 5 speculated to release probably a week after and then in staggered window releases around the world. We will speak about all that tomorrow. I've been Light Sabir, your host for this very short podcast episode. I've been Wolfman Lamb's Clothing. And I've been Captain Cortez. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can catch us on Facebook, uh, ACAST Podcasts. We love for you to interact with us on our Discord server. Just search Untold Culture, join us, and be part of the conversation. We'll see you soon. Take care. That's it, yeah? Cool. How do you think of that?